The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 21st chapter. Now when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethpage, to the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humbled and mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put on them their cloaks, and he sat on them. Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! And when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up, saying, Who is this? And the crowds said, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen. This might come as a surprise to you, but Jesus needs you. That is not normally how we talk about God, I know. Usually we say God is perfect, God is full, God is complete and self-sufficient in himself. And because God our Father can do anything, then God doesn't need anything at all from us. And that is true, of course, of Jesus too, the only begotten Son of the Father truly human, but also truly divine. Jesus is perfect. Jesus is full. Jesus is complete and self-sufficient. Jesus can do anything. So technically speaking, it is true. Jesus doesn't need anything from us. And we certainly can't add anything to who Jesus is or what he does for us especially to what he does for us as he saves us. And yet, in the Holy Gospel appointed for today, Jesus sends two disciples down the Mount of Olives with a request. I need a donkey. So how does that work? It goes like this. While Jesus can do anything, Jesus decides to do some things himself, and then he leaves other things to you. Quite simply, Jesus chooses to need you. Now, I wonder how that makes you feel, to know that Jesus needs you and that you've been chosen by God himself to do his work here on earth. I hope that you feel honored by this, but also energized and inspired.
When Jesus chooses to need you, he is adding you to a long line of saints who have already been at work in the world for a good long time. To Adam and Eve, to Abraham and Sarah, to Moses and Aaron and Israel, and David and Isaiah and the Twelve Apostles, and now this morning to these two sent down the mountain. Chosen today to help him find a way home, up to Jerusalem, up to the temple, and eventually up on the cross. When Jesus chooses to need you, you also get just a tiny glimpse of what it is like for the Blessed Virgin Mary to be 36 weeks pregnant today. You remember her story. The angel Gabriel comes to her and says, The Lord loves you, and the Lord has need of you. How about it? To which Mary says, I can't possibly understand it, but yes, of course, I'm in. Your story is just like that. The Lord loves you, and he's hoping you'll be in. He's made his love pretty clear for you now by baptizing you and forgiving all your sins. All those times when you've shamed him or ignored him or left him or even cursed him. He's made his love pretty clear for you by holding you close and now preparing a feast for you this morning on his altar where his holy things, his holy body and his holy blood will touch you and make you holy too. And like Mary, there are some things that Jesus wants that only you can do. Given who you are and the places you go and the friends you have and the influence that only you can exert. Jesus is hoping that you're in because in your particular spots, you and only you are the very best way to deliver the divine love of Jesus. So when Jesus says to you what he said to those two disciples or to the Blessed Virgin Mother, I love you, I need you, how about it? What Jesus hopes to hear from you is, I love you back, and I need you too. And of course, I'm in. A lot of times you're not going to understand this. Love your enemies, turn the other cheek, pray for those who persecute you, give tithes and alms, and expect nothing in return. A lot of times you won't understand what it means to be a Christian, but just try to remember that it is an honor when God shares his work with you. His happy work of soothing and healing and redirecting you and your family and your friends toward forgiveness and toward the eternal light and joy and peace and beauty and love that this brings. This is a thing that the world cannot give. One of the happiest lines in Scripture comes along just as Jesus 
starts to make his move as Messiah. You remember this, I think. He and his mother Mary are at a wedding in Cana. And she says, the wine's run out. Can you help? And Jesus replies with something that sounds like, Mom, don't press. Mary knows that Jesus can do anything, but only Jesus knows if the time is right. And even if she doesn't understand, we know that Mary is not offended. Because what she says next to the servants at Cana are surely some of the most beautiful words that were ever spoken. Divine words that lie at the heart of every Christian life. Words that lie at the heart of your life. Words that are the absolute foundation for a new church year. Words that define our need of Jesus and Jesus' need of us. Do whatever he tells you. I wish you that in this new year. Do whatever he tells you. I wish you that not because Jesus is dangerous or demanding, and not because he's a tyrant on a war horse, riding up to loot Jerusalem and enslave you, and to rule you with fear and with force, the way the world rules its oppressed. I wish you this because Jesus is humble. He is the loving Messiah. And needing you is one of the ways that Jesus loves you. It is one way that Jesus respects you and honors you and blesses you. Needing you is a way that Jesus makes you fully human. I wish you this because this is best for you and it is best for every last person that you know. This year, if you aim at anything, aim at this. Do whatever he tells you. Not because of some threat, but because with his words, this is Jesus' way of pulling you up close and using you well and filling you up and more. It is not just Jesus' way of blessing each of you. This is Jesus' way of blessing everybody you know, everybody you touch, everybody you meet. Today, even though Jesus doesn't need to need you, Jesus has decided to need you to give you the dignity of work that has eternal consequences and the joy of a life that is well used in service to the king of everything. And in every situation, in every case, this is your work. Do whatever he tells you. And now it's up to you to stick around each and every Sabbath and to learn how in every scripture, in every prayer, in every supper, in every tithe and every alm,
in every thorough mercy, in every kindness, in every good witness. His story plays out in yours. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.